All right, guys. Uh, 30th of January. It is uh, almost to the day. A year later, I am talking about my second ever wedding expo. Now, the first one, 31st of January last year, uh, you can see a podcast that I recorded uh, called How I Got My First Ever Wedding Gig. You can find that um, through the archives of my podcast, and I talk about what it was like the first time. Um, now, now I'm uh, a year later. I have about, oh, I'd say 15 weddings under my belt now. Uh, actually, I don't really know the exact number, but yeah, I've had a few weddings um, done and uh, a fair bit of more experience, a uh, fair bit more confidence built into me. Uh, the prices have gone up uh, to what I used to be, to what I used to quote and uh, the, yeah, the influx of clients uh, and word of mouth has built too. So winding it back last year, uh, I got roped into uh, the wedding expo th- through a friend and uh, long story short, I had an idea, and that idea was to um, come in guns blazing without any fancy decorations or signage or display photos, but uh, have, a, have a mini slideshow that I had on my iPad mini, and also uh, the big idea, which was to uh, roam around with my camera um, around the vineyards or vineyards, whatever you call it. And, and taking photos of the clients or the potential clients and give them the photo for free and then go from there. So I kept that uh, idea this time around, round two, uh, a year later. But this time I took my TV monitor or my computer monitor with me. So it was a big, bigger screen, brighter screen, more noticeable. I still had the same exact setup as last year. I didn't change uh, that many things. Um the laptop was plugged in. The photos were all from my own weddings. There were no dumb restrictions from uh, photographers that I shot for in the past. And uh, and things were about to be full steam ahead. So I got that set up. I was right next to the DJ. He was a lad. And, uh, yeah, we went from there. I'm just going to rewind it back two weeks from today, though, because it's a very important story of how I got there. Now, I got hired by um, a, a, a gorgeous couple um, who had me shoot their wedding, a gorgeous um, a bride couple, so two brides, and uh, they, they got me to shoot their wedding at the place called Rustique. And uh, during that time, one of the managers said, if you take any photos, let, let us know about them, you know, like, if you can, you know. Um, <coughs> and I... And I really took a little bit more effort to, to make sure I took those photos because it was such a gorgeous place and I really wanted to take photos for them because one of my rules of thumb in business is do a lot for free. Do a lot for free. Um, obviously, there's a business to run and there's, um, there's, there's bills to pay um, and I've got that side of things covered, but still do a lot for free and without any expectations. So by all means, that was an easy one to check off the list. Uh, for that day, something for free for that day. And what I like to do is um, go around to each vendor. So a vendor is someone that, that's part of the wedding. So like maybe the DJ or the musician or the celebrant or the flower lady or the um, even the dressmaker at the start of the wedding. Um, 
and uh, the decorator if she's still there or the uh, or the venue hire. So I always talk to them, take photos of them and give them a couple of photos for nothing. And that's that's something I've, I've done for a long time. And it's and here's here's why it works. Um, going back to um, today's expo. So I took these photos for Rustique. And then once I finalized and edited the photos, I sent uh, a whole batch to Rustique and said, here you go, guys. Feel free to use these however you want. And yeah, no worries. By the way, are you guys part of the um, uh, wedding expo? To which they replied, yes, they were. And I said to them, uh, do you have a spot for a photographer? And then they replied with, I don't have a, we don't have a photographer, um, but would you like to join us? And I said, absolutely. So I ran past, uh, I ran past their, uh, their, my idea of being a roaming vendor. So obviously have my base camp with the, um, the slideshow on the monitor and have my business cards there, which I actually had this time. Uh, last time I didn't have them and now I have them and it was cool. So I had them on display and then I would roam around, um, throughout the day and evening. So, um, Set up, got there, got a good spot in my opinion, and then the day started. The first hour, I think one or two couples came, and I managed to uh, toss uh, toss them the uh, the business cards. <coughs> and obviously, since last year, I've had um, business cards created. I've had actually three rounds of business cards, and my latest ones have been the best ones. Um, a bit of variety, so I had. Two different wedding ones. Uh, shout outs to April and Dan, which was uh, uh, one of my very first ever, actually, no, my very first ever wedding photography gig um, as, a, as, a, as a single photographer uh, on my own by myself, big boy. And they love the photos. I love the photos. And I use that, that, that shot on the wedding um, business card. And I had another one from another wedding I did with Branchy. Anyway, um, so I had my business cards um, and I had some in my pocket and then I noticed that they weren't really passing by or approaching my TV or approaching my, my like little little stand. So one thing I'm going to learn from that and Seb, when you're listening to this uh, a year from now, please reconsider the location of where you're putting your monitor because if it's not directly in the path or right by the path of people walking past, it is a bin spot. So uh, take note of that. If it's, if it's something that people need to look at and have in their face, you need to have it in the way of a path without obviously causing a fire, um, fire hazard um, or, um, uh, yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. And anyway, so as the store was set up, I started to walk around and just, just – like cut people off really. So think think of yourself in a car dealership. You go in there, you start looking at the first car, and within seconds you have a car dealer um, on you like a like a shark, just absolute sharking you. So that's what I was pretty much doing. However, however, this is important. If you're a wedding photographer or someone that's going into business looking to uh, to gain someone's business, you need to gain the trust. You need to be on their level in terms of empathy. And you obviously need to show them that you're compassionate about it and you're not full of shit. And, and that's very important because I see a lot of salesmen, they're just selling. They don't really 
care about the client, in my opinion. Anyway, so I go up to a couple and I say, hey guys, how are you? Um, have you found yourselves a photographer yet? Um, but I do reflect on that now, think and think. I think it's something more more personal before asking them about a potential photographer um, because most likely they don't have one. It's a dumb question. Um, a little more later on that. Anyway, so what happened was I would start asking him things like, uh, when did you get engaged? Um, how long have you been proposed for? When's the magic day? Um, aka their wedding day and then start from that then I would also start to identify their personalities as they're talking to me now this comes with a little bit of experience I haven't perfected it yet but I do think that I'm um, pretty good at doing it uh, more so than ever before and also com confidently talking and just forever talking non-stop talking anyway uh, case in point so then like for example one guy today I saw that he had a Broncos jersey. Now, I know nothing about rugby, but uh, I know that they're from Queensland. So I talked about the state of origin for a little bit for the brief knowledge that I have on that competition. And, and he was he started talking about it hardcore. So um, and that was fun uh, trying to keep up and, and you know, um, not not trying to, you know, uh, blow my cover that I didn't really know too much about it. But um, but yeah, so. That happened, and then before you know it, he's asking me for a business card, and we're talking to the to the missus and stuff like that. But um, my main plan of attack today was uh, the way that I um, here's my spiel for today, and 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 I'm and I'm sharing this with confidence because it is unique to me anyway. But remember, don't get yourself down because it's unique to me. Don't just say, oh, it's because of this, this, and this. I get it. Find something unique about you. So here's my spiel. I would um, post myself right, almost right behind the entrance where the um, the the owners of the of the establishment were greeting everybody, and I would be like, "Hey guys, how are you? Have you found a photographer today? Uh, yet?" And 80% of them said no, or 90% probably. And that was my, like, kind of icebreaker. So that was the, the best icebreaker. Now, if they said, no, they haven't, I would go into my funny, charismatic wit, sort of, if you want to call it that. And um, I would say, the only, and, and I quote, ready? This is me quoting myself. And, and the only thing that I can pitch to you that I feel that would be the most important thing is the angles. And they instantly laughed. Every single one of them laughed. If you can make the person laugh, you have a significantly higher chance of hiring them later because they remember you. you you're the one that made them laugh without sounding too pushy, without sounding too awkward or cocky. Um, and then also uh, I started talking. Sometimes I would be like, hey, guys, um, have you found a photographer? And they would say no. And then I'd be like, I know a guy. I can point to his direction. And I'd be pointing to myself. Now, that may be a bit cringe. That may be a bit hit and miss. But every time we had a, I had a genuinely laugh out loud reaction. They were, they were lolling hard. So that was good. Then what I found was once I got their business card, I would ask, I would ask for a photo. I would, I would say if you're interested. Now, <coughs> excuse me. The one thing that I learned about that was um, most of them weren't really photo, photo ready. 
to say the least. And what I mean by that is they've been working all day. They, they, they're not really glammed up for a photo. So, hey, that's, that's a thing. But there were some that came in and they had makeup on. They were ready to take photos. They were dressed well. So, and those were the ones who were keen to price the price. So I had one couple come in with their parents, actually, and they actually um, called me up um, after they uh, entered the building and said, hey, can you take a photo of us? And I'm like, yeah, sure. We found a sweet spot in the place that I sussed out earlier, and I took a couple of different photos with them. I redirected them. I moved them around a little bit, you know, just to give them a taste test of what I'm like, um, what I'll be like on the day if they were to hire me. And then um, took the photos, and this is the difference. This is what I've improved on since last time uh, I was um, doing this last year with my laptop. I did not edit one photo with my laptop. I did not even edit one photo with my mobile phone because I've got a feature from my Sony, God bless, um, that can instantly transfer via Bluetooth from my camera to my phone straight out of the camera back. And if you get the right settings, if you get the right, you can even put presets and, and little little picture profiles on the camera um, beforehand so you can kind of have an in, in-camera edit. Anyway, so I did that and sent it to my phone and then I would Bluetooth it to them. They loved it. That was a hit. That was an absolute hit. And then I added in, now that you see that photo, you're going to think of me as a photographer. And they laughed. They loved it. So, I mean, I'm not saying that that's a guaranteed sale. It really depends on the budget. But, you know, the foot's in the door further than probably any other photographer, dare I say it, because I've given them something more valuable than just, hey, these are my photos. This is what I can do. These are my prices. Please consider me, you know. So just to think about it like that. And this goes back to me how I'm saying, uh, the market is saturated. The market is, uh, the market is, there's too many people doing wedding photography. You're, you're not going to make it in the industry. And that goes for every industry ever. You know, you want to be a filmmaker. You want to be uh, a, a cartoon artist. You want to be um, a gourmet chef. You know, if you, if you want it bad enough and you're obsessed with it and you're passionate about it, you're going to succeed. And to, to get to that point, uh, without starting to complain or listen to your parents who are saying there's no money in it, blah, 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 blah. If you really want it hard enough, you're going to go hard at it and you'll know if you're really up for it. And if you do go hard for it for three to four years and you still haven't got there, then you're doing something wrong, you suck, and you may have to reshuffle and reconsider because that's a reality. But until then, You've got to ask yourself, are you trying hard enough? Are you thinking outside the box further enough? And that's the difference. <coughs> so anyway, last time I did this podcast about this specific topic, I was talking on the way to my first wedding and talking about how I got that actual job. This time I'm talking um, on the way home from the actual second expo. So there will be a part two from this and I'm probably going to give myself one to two months from now so that I can um, lock down all of the uh, bookings that potentially I can potentially get from this um, expo today. All I have to do is beat two. Now, technically it's one, but the one that I got from that booking last year referred me to my very first 
um, ever shoot as a solo photographer back in April 2019. And the one that referred me hasn't even happened yet. It's happening on the 6th of March 2021. So that's how crazy this world is. So I'll get back to you. I'll update you on part two. Uh, I apologize if uh, you lost me uh, at any point during the podcast. I am just talking straight out of my thoughts, straight out of Sevo. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the podcast and, and the update because, man, I'm excited. And, and it, it's hit me now, man. Like, honestly, it's, it's been a year. It's been like a year since I've really started to consider myself more a, a serious wedding photographer. So... Let's see how we go next year and see what happens. And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. And um, it's going to be a journey. It's going to be a journey of um, self-discovery. Um, and I'll, I'm seeing uh, the biggest thing I want to see in January 2021 um, is am I still enjoying it, enjoying it as much as I am now? Because I love talking to people. I love I'm not saying I love the sound of my own voice, but I do love to to talk to the podcast and knowing that someone else will listen one day, even even tomorrow or in 10 years' time. It's awesome. It's such a cool thing to do. And if no one listens to me or whatever, I think I'm just just whatever rambling and it's not relevant to them. That's that's fair enough too. I get to listen to this in a in a year to 10 years' time and be like, bruh, that's what I was doing when I was 29. Man, I'm so proud of myself and how far I've come. Or I can be like, damn, I was doing that at 29. Look where I am now. I've changed a lot. And, you know, that's what me. That's what I'm talking about now. I look back at uh, my 19-year-old self. If I was to talk to my 19-year-old self right now, he'd be like, get out of here. You're not doing wedding photos. That's weird. That's, what? What? Are you serious? He wouldn't believe me. He would, he would be like, get out of here, mate. Get out of here. Okay, boomer. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, if you enjoyed that, please message me on Instagram. Um, please review the podcast on, on um, iTunes. It really we- does help. And um, if you are, are capable of subscribing on uh, Spotify or iTunes, that would be amazing too. You know the drill. It really helps. And uh, But, yeah, until then, have an awesome rest of your day, night, uh, week, month, year, wherever you are in the world. Sev, if you're listening to this uh, a year from now, bro, You've you've stepped up. You've leveled up, man. Let's see how far we can take this even more. All right, mate. Have a good one. And as always, good thanks.